2: of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. Last week, me and my friend Dave DiPaolo discussed the 1971 AFC Divisional Playoff game between the Miami Dolphins and the Kansas City Chiefs. This week, we will be discussing the 1972 NFC Divisional Playoff game between the San Francisco 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys.
3: Impression on somebody because I remember watching the game myself and saying to myself, geez, when, there was a game later on, years later in the 80s, that was going long like that. I think it was the Chargers. Chargers and Dolphins, yeah. Kind of, when I watched that game, it brought me back to that Chiefs game. Right. When I was watching that game. Yep. Yeah.
2: Okay, now <clears throat> you're going to uh, take over and you're going to do the 1972 NFC Divisional
3: Playoff. It was the divisional playoff game, the 49ers and the Cowboys. And this game, I I think it's one of the most – I picked it because I think it's one of the most underrated playoff games of all time. It never gets talked about. And uh, the incredible part is it was the same day as the Immaculate Reception. Maybe that's why. That's right. But this this game pretty much was just – you would say, look, the Immaculate Reception, it was tremendous. There's still talk about whether he caught the ball or didn't catch the ball. Franco Harris, yeah. Steelers and the uh, Raiders, but well, it was one crazy play at the end of the game. This this game here that I'm going to talk about was a multitude of plays. It was many. But the Cowboys were getting killed. Yes, they, they did. They didn't. They were not playing well at all. And even as they started coming back, let me preface everything right now by saying this. Even when Staubach came in, because he did not start the game. Craig Morton played the entire year. Staubach got hurt earlier in the year in a preseason game. He had a separated shoulder. Played very sparingly towards the as the season went on. But they put him in in this game, I think it was the third series of the third quarter. And even when he had a very good play, it was erased by some other kind of stupid, crazy play or something. And it wasn't like they had a lot of good things going like they started and then it stopped and started and started. there was never a really flow right. to the whole thing but the multitude of things that happened at the end of this game, it's just and because there's once again, as you said Mark, the footage, where's the footage? Yeah there was no footage yeah and if it wasn't for NFL films, we'd have nothing. Listen Thank God I stopped yeah Steve I stumbled up. yes, exactly. I stumbled on something yesterday that I never saw. Uh, while I was watching the uh, or before the cowboy game went on yesterday, I was watching, and I said, "Look at this thing!" And it was a guy that put together this game that I'm going to talk about here. He put it together, and it said every play. That's what it says on the, on the he like tries to grab your attention. Right? It says, but what he meant was every play that's available. Yeah. He he has it. Yeah, and he put it. To the radio broadcast. He he synced it. Right. Which I listened to the entire radio broadcast, and I made these notes. That's how I made these notes in this game. I it was uh, the Armed Forces Radio, and one of the guys was Monty Stickles doing the game. He used to play for the 49ers. Played then, right? Yes, and he he teamed up with the other gentleman. I his name escapes me. He, he did the play-by-play. Right. And I listened, I listened to the whole thing. It was almost three hours long, so I I broke it into three separate nights. And I listened to an hour each night so I could really kind of take it all in. And to to, to set the stage, the Cowboys had beaten the 49ers the previous two years in the playoffs, actually in the championship games. That's right. One game in Akizar Stadium and one game in Dallas at the Cotton Bowl. So this game was played, it was the first year that the the, um, Candlestick Park opened. And, you know, one of the announcers, the guy that was doing the play, was so excited. He said, these fans are really, you know, revved up because they wanted to beat the – and the 49ers did not have a great record that year. But they beat the you Cowboys know? on Thanksgiving, 31 Yes, 10. Yes. Destroyed them. Yes, exactly. 31-10. Beat them easily on Thanksgiving. Now you're talking. Yeah. But the record was only 8-6-1. Six, the 49ers, and the Cowboys were 11-4. But um, the 49ers were playing very well at this time. Right. Um, At this time of the year. They were playing better than the Cowboys, kind of. And you always knew my thoughts on Craig Morton. He was kind of – I just was never a big fan of Craig Morton. But anyway, he plays the game. The 49ers get the opening kickoff. Vic Washington runs it back 97 yards. Vic Washington, he was very fast. That's – there was an old rumor going around back then that he was going to race Bob Hayes at a halftime event. That was talking about Vic Washington was going to race Bob Hayes. How crazy was this? Yeah. But I, they used to talk about that. I remember it as a kid. Yeah. It never came off, but that gave him the 7 to nothing lead. <clears throat> and then uh, the Cowboys didn't do much with the first possession mark. And uh, the 49ers didn't do much either. They, they, uh, they. Oh, the Cowboys kicked a field goal. I'm sorry on their first possession. They drove down. It was seven to three. Right. And on the forty nine or second possession, they didn't do much. They punted, and they traded punts. The Cowboys punted, but the Cowboys got got off a sixty yard punt, so they gained some field position on that sec on that on that punt in the second uh, possession. And then uh, Brody hits Gene Washington on a long. Fifty-yard pass play on the third possession, and then they ran a double reverse on the next play or two after that. And Charlie Waters picked picked off uh, Brody in the end zone uh, for for an interception. Charlie Waters, I think this was his third year, correct? Yep, yeah. Charlie, third year. Yeah, he picks off Brody, and the game is still seven to three. And in the Cowboys' third possession, Morton fumbles. Um. With fifty three seconds left in the quarter, and Tommy Hart recovers. Tom, the 49ers had a pretty good defense. They they had a good defensive line. They had Cedric Hardman at the defensive end.
2: Pass rush.
3: And they had er- Earl Edwards and Charlie Kruger with one single bar on the face mask. By the way, those those were the two down of uh, two the inner inner uh, tackles, and Tommy Hart was the other defensive end. They had a very good um, pass rush,
2: right?
3: Yes, they had a very dead five sacks. By the way, that game. Yeah. Cowboys didn't have a single sack, and the, the guy brings this up, the announcer brings it up, and I I forgot about this. I I didn't know this, or I forgot. I didn't remember. Once he brought it up, I, yeah. Bob Lilly ended up going to the hospital in this game. He had back spasms. That's right. And they, it, he had a bum knee, and they took him away. So he started the game – but he did not finish. The great defensive tackle, Bob Lilly, for the Cowboys, yeah, He was getting, did not finish the game. He was
2: getting towards the end of his career, and the injuries were starting to mount up.
3: Yes, he, yes, exactly. He only missed one game in that 14-year career, so he he was very durable. But uh, in the second quarter, uh, they had a running back, the 49ers, Larry Schreiber, the guy scored three times. I forgot that as well. I didn't realize the guy had three touchdowns in this game. They were all short runs. They weren't looks yeah. like the guy was going on a, you know, 40 yard scamper, but it was he did score three touchdowns. He ends up scoring. And now it's 14 to 3. And then Skip Vanderbunt in the next series when the Cowboys get the ball. He picks up uh he picks off Craig Morton. Um, I think he had two interceptions. Skip Vanderbunt, actually, he was a linebacker. And, uh, linebacker, yes, yeah. it's very good. Yes, he had a big game. It was it was uh, Skip Vanderbunt, yep. Ed Beard at middle linebacker, and Dave Wilcox at the other outside linebacker position for the Forty ers What about uh, <clears throat> Nunley? Frank Nunley? he came in. Yes, yeah. he he would come into the game. I think I think Nunley was getting up. He was a little older than these guys. Okay. But he was still. He had a nickname. What the heck was fudge. it, Mark? Do You remember? I called him Fudge. Some Fudge. Fudge, fudge something Hammer fudge. 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 Yeah,
2: he was just yes. Hammer. Fudge Hammer or something like that because he was chubby.
3: Yeah, Frank Frank Nunley. Yeah. Steve Summers used to talk about him yeah. because Summers was a yeah. Summers was living out there at the time. He, he was actually a Forty Nine er fan. Be never really said that much on the radio, but yeah. he he followed the Forty Nine ers when he was younger. Right. They had a good. They had a good defense, and uh, you know their their head coach. Um, eventually, he w- was with the Cowboys, Dick, Dick Nolan. Yeah, but yeah. he was co- he went back to the Cowboys. But he he was under the Tom Landry uh, right uh, tree, was- uh, a coaching tree. Yeah, and he kind of set up that defense in the same uh, vein as the Cowboy defense, kind of. You know, right. they had uh, another. Hall of Famer in the secondary, Jimmy Johnson, a-, a cornerback, he was uh great. And they also had they had a rookie playing who ended up, they ended up picking on him towards the end of the game. Wyndon Hall, Windland Hall. He was in there, Johnny Fuller and Bruce Taylor. Those were the four secondary men yep. for the 49ers. Yep. And they were good. Oh yeah, very good. Bruce Taylor. They were very good. So uh Schreiber after the after the uh Vanderbunt interception. Gene Washington makes a catch down at the uh uh 2-yard line and then Schreiber runs it in. Now it's 21 to 3. Yeah. 49ers are up. Uh yeah. midway through the second quarter. Yeah, again. Um yeah. unbelievable mark, right? 21-3. Humble. It's uh do you remember watching this game I at remember all? Remember
2: watching. The game. It was 2 days before Christmas, right?
3: Yes, exactly.
2: Two yeah. 2 days before Christmas. Yep. Actually, and uh, it was kind of a, a strange because uh, you know normally I would watch the games with my my brother and my father, but my my mother became a huge uh, you know because we were such huge. She started getting into it. She loved Roger <laughs> Staubach and Tom Landry. My mother really started getting into it, and uh-huh. I remember watching the game with her. My brother uh, was working on that day. He had a job at, like, one of those mom-and-pop stores. Uh, yeah. And he was working that day. He didn't actually get to see that game. And I'm not sure where my father. My father must have been with, uh, visiting a friend or something. Because I really remember watching that game with my mother. Imagine that. Yeah, she was really getting yeah. into it. And I, when I was 21-3, I was ready to give up. My mother said, no, nah, Roger's going to bring him back. Don't
3: worry. Yeah. Oh, listen, Landry. Uh, we like it. We didn't we didn't re- we didn't really even know if he was going to get into the game. Yeah. Yeah.
2: My mother said Landry's going to put Star back in. You watch.
3: <laughs> Imagine that. Listen, he loved Craig Morton Landry. Yeah, he, he was, was Landry. Landry to a fault was he just he kept that guy in there. You know, he he loved them. He came in, with, but he got hurt, Morton. His, he was never the same after that shoulder injury,
2: and he didn't have good knees either. He no good knees, and uh, I couldn't mobile. get out of his own way. Yeah, he wasn't mobile, and the shoulder injury really messed him up.
3: <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so the Cowboys made a little go of it after that. They kicked a field goal, forty-five yard field goal, by the way. That was pretty good by. By Tony Fritsch. Yeah, uh, he was another soccer style guy. They picked up. Yes, <laughs> they picked him up on the kicking caravan with Ben Ben Agazzini, and they would go around the world right. and look for kickers. That this was the nobody even no, that was unheard of back then. Yeah, nobody was doing. Anything. And uh, <clears throat> Bob Lilly used to tell a story. The guy was a uh, Fritsch, the kicker. He was a, a mechanic for Mercedes Benz. Yeah, and they. They found him over there. He was a soccer style kicker out uh, Austria, yeah. and he was. They had a very important game in 1971 against the Cardinals, and it was lined up for a field goal. Fritsch was, and Larry Stallings for the Cardinals was screaming at him, saying, "You know, Fritsch, you can't kick. You're not from here. You're you're, you're not going to make this." And Lily and the other guy, they said, "Save your breath, buddy. <laughs> he doesn't understand a stitch of English." He said, yeah. <laughs> because they all laughed about it. You know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he was. Uh, it was you know they were uncon I mean, uh, the guy you just mentioned before, your premium for the Dolphins, he was a soccer style, yep. you know. But there, there wasn't a lot of them no, no, back then. Not a lot of. Them. I think it was Pete Gogolak the first just, one or no? And
2: he had a brother too, Charlie Gogolak. Yeah.
3: Yes. Yeah, they
2: were the first ones. Mm. They were the first. It ones
3: was uh, yeah. It was a different – see, to see it not back then, it was it was rare. You know, it was a guy kicked the ball side, he came and didn't go straight ahead. And he, was, he was approaching the ball from a completely different angle, you know.
2: And they were from Hungary, right? Uh, the Goldilocks.
3: Yeah, I, I think they, they, were. they were. Yep.
2: Fritz was from Austria. Um, Jan Stenerud was from Austria. Yeah, all these guys were foreign foreigners.
3: By the end of the 70s, there was quite a few. Yep. Um, but this game was 72. It was, like I said, like we were, it was rare. It was not very common. Yeah. But um, San Francisco, after that Cowboy kicked that second field, goal, it was 21-6. to six, They had a lousy punt. It only went 20 yeah. yards. Yeah. And so the Cowboys set up at their own 47. They had great field position. Yeah. You know, they were almost at midfield. Um, but Calvin Hill fumbled. Um and uh, Lance Alworth recovered, fortunately. Um, and then, little, little, a little, right before the half, I believe it was, Lance Alworth scored it. take caught a pass over the middle, and he scored a touchdown. It was twenty one thirteen, twenty one thirteen. He was getting, he was getting. I don't know how old he that was, was his Lance
2: Alworth.
3: Yes, I was going to say he was getting up there in age. Um. He was a little shaken up after that play. There's actually footage of that play. There's not a lot of footage of this game. Once again, I, I can't yeah. explain to people. No, there's pieces here and there. Right. but it's, And a lot of it's from different camera angles. Yeah, It's not even from the same camera angle. Right. Some of it's from like a sideline camera where the, you're taking pictures from the side, like almost like you're down on the field. Right, right. <laughs> Anyways, they come out of the, they come out of the, into the second half, and uh, <clears throat> Calvin Hill kind of fumbles for the second time, <clears throat> um, and it's down near their goal line. Of course, San Francisco gets the ball, and I think it's down near the six yard line or something. Mm-hmm. And Schreiber scores again. Now it's twenty eight to thirteen, yeah. and the. And it stays like that for a long period of time. That score yes. through the through the entire third quarter, I believe, yeah. uh, twenty eight to thirteen. Um, and the Cowboys were just not playing well. They, it's not like you you could say, well, you know, they just had a couple of they just didn't really they were they were not playing well at all. No. And uh, I think it was Bob Lilly who said, you know, they were coming by our bench, you know, swear, you know, cursing mm-hmm. us and uh, making fun. You know, because, you know, like I said, they'd beat them two years prior the Cowboys. And so this was the, a great revenge game for the 49ers. And every, everything seemed to be kind of going their way pretty much, oh, right? Yeah. yeah it didn't look, it um, didn't
2: look good for Dallas, that's for sure.
3: No. I mean, I think the Cowboys had four turnovers in the first half, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, I think the first series, I think and there was a series in the Third quarter, I'm not sure if it was the first series or not, but Bob Hayes dropped the 55-yard pass right in the bread basket and hit him. And it was down near the goal line, went right through his hands. He, he had it like up against almost like it's catching it against his chest, and it went right through, you know. And uh, Morton at that time, I think, was 8 for 22 for 96 yards. Terrible as usual. And they pulled him eventually in the third quarter. Your mother was right. Okay. Your mother knew more than we did. Yeah. And they put Stahl back into the game. Yeah. And uh, the guy didn't have much playing time th- that year, right? Yeah. You remember, Mark, right?
2: For almost the whole season.
3: Separated shoulder, I right? think it was. I think yep. He had to have
2: surgery. Now, was that? Yes, he did. Was that, injury, that injury, I think, was
3: in preseason, right? It was against the Rams. Yeah. Uh, Stallback's wife used to talk about yeah. that. She said when when he had the surgery, Tom Landry was there at the, in, in the hospital. He says she says not a lot of people know about that. They thought he was just like this guy that this and this. And she said, but he showed up that day and he sat. He was there the whole day until Roger got out of surgery. She said, you know, she talked about that. And I was just reading a book about it too, but um, yeah. So it's not like. <clears throat> The Staubach that we came to know, you know, this was kind of like his second year, but he didn't play much. So you really um, look at,
2: when you look at his career, <clears throat> he really had a short career. I mean, he has good, he's got the four years of naval commitment. Then 69, he hardly plays as a rookie. Yes. 1970, he hardly plays. One, yes. he doesn't become the starter until halfway through the season. And 72, he's injured for almost the whole season. Well, that's what, uh, count now, his first four seasons, he really didn't play a heck of a lot.
3: No, because uh, at that time, he's 30 years old. Because he sat out the other four years with the Navy. So when he got out of the Navy, whatever he was, tack on another seven, eight years to that age you know people people don't people don't get that you know but there was a fifth turnover in the third quarter yeah. and 49ers had the ball at the cowboy 31 uh that's about and the that was at the time i was listening to the game on the radio like i said that's about the time the guy made the announcement of bob lilly going into the going taking it over to the hospital um he just casually brings it up and um, you listen to the broadcast of that game and it's great because they start talking about the Hail Mary game. The guy starts talking right. about it during this game. He says earlier today, Monty, he says, you know, the uh, the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers won 14-6 to six or something like that, uh, or 14-7, to seven, whatever it was. Um, they threw a pass on the last play. 13-7 they,
2: was the fine.
3: That's what it was, 13-7, yeah. right. He says they threw a pass on the last play the games is in a brick of shade off of, you know, it's way, it's funny how we've, it's been overanalyzed a gazillion times yeah. now, no big thing, but that was the day it yeah. happened. You know, it's, it takes on a whole different yeah. effect. It has a whole different meaning Mark. You know what yeah. I mean? And if you listen to it now, you go like, this was new. This was yeah. news. You know, it was yeah. brand new. And like you say,
2: this, this, uh, this game between the Cowboys and 49ers kind of gets overshadowed because of what happened earlier in the day. This
3: yes, Brent exactly.
2: O'Harris
3: play. Yes. Here's a here's a big thing that we forget about and it, this this game doesn't get talked about enough. Yeah. First of all, I said that already. But what we really forget about is the kicker for the 49ers, Gossett. He misses two field goals, okay? Or this it wouldn't have been twenty eight. They would have been up to thirty four, I believe. Been. He missed two tooth. he he uh, I think ahead, you Mark. were just
2: you were just talking about the drive where they got into field goal range and he missed the chip shot. It would have made it thirty one to thirteen. They would have needed yes. three touchdowns. There was no two point conversion back then. They would have needed three no. they might have lost the game right there. That field that missed field yes. goal
3: was crucial. Yes, and in the fourth quarter, he misses another. At thirteen thirty, left to play in the game, he misses a thirty-two yard. Yeah, that's yarder. the one I'm talking about.
2: Would have made it thirty-one yes. to thirteen.
3: Yes, I think he missed one <clears throat> a little before that, which was not a which was well, right. We, people weren't thinking about there was a, a lot of time left. But this that one there was oh, crucial. The one yeah, you just brought up. Have,
2: uh, I don't think they would have been able to come back.
3: They would have needed three no. touchdowns. Uh, the Cowboys had a possession in the fourth quarter where they started at their own 20. And on 3rd and 19, they converted that. That's huge. Yeah. People, people forget about that. 3rd and 19, he I think he hits Billy yeah. Parks. I can't quite remember. But he converts that 3rd and 19, um, which was, you know, it, it was kind of big. Yeah. Um, they traded they traded punts at 11-18. The Cowboys punted the ball. Marv Bateman... <laughs> Ter- terrible. Hit a 29 yard yeah. punt. And the 49ers had great field position. Okay. But they couldn't move the ball. Um, And the the Cowboys got the ball back and they kicked the field goal, which made it 28 to 16. 28 to 16 now. Okay. If Gus had made it, it would have been 31 to 16. Exactly. They would have had to, I don't know if they would have tried. They would yeah. maybe they might have four goal the field goal and went for it on fourth down. You yeah. don't know. Don't know if, yeah. You know what I mean? But when they got the ball back, okay, uh with nine oh one remaining, the Cowboys got the ball back. Yeah. And Calvin Hill ripped off a forty-seven yard run, the longest run of the game, I believe yeah. it was, uh, by either team. And that's what set up that twenty that's what set up that twenty seven yard field goal for uh for Fritch, which which made it twenty-eight sixteen. Um the 49ers got the ball back, five plays and out, and with five forty seven, the Cowboys uh had a little drive going. There was two minutes left to go in the game, but it was still twenty eight to sixteen. Twenty eight to sixteen with two minutes yeah. left. You know, people that that was that's amazing. Really, if you think yeah. about it you know to, to well no not good mark at all not good and uh he hit Garrison with a couple of sideline passes i don't know if you remember that you know and they crossed midfield and then they, they had the 2 minute warning right right yeah. about then um and then what happens is st- he hits parks at the 20 yard line stop it's it's like about a a 20 something yard pass He hits Billy Parks, okay, with 135 left. And then he hits Parks again on the next play for the touchdown. For the touchdown. So with a minute 28 left, there was two minutes. They scored. There was a minute 28 left, and they tried the onside kick. They tried the onside kick. Go ahead, Mark. You remember. He
2: He did some kind of trick where he used his other leg. He tricked them, right? He put his one leg behind his other leg. (laughs) <laughs> I think it's I think yeah. it was Charlie Waters who talked
3: about that. Yeah, he. You're right. So Fritz, once again, the guy we talked about, the mechanic for Mercedes, he approaches the ball, and he puts his, he puts his, kicking foot right. forward, and he kicks the ball behind his yeah. with the other leg behind on the other side. So he kicks it doesn't instead of it going forward, right. he kicks it from the other side. It goes to the opposite side yeah. of the field. Yeah. It goes to the right side with his left yeah. leg. He yeah. kicks it. And Mel Renfro jumps on the... It goes right through the 49ers. They had it, but right through his hands, yeah, the guy. threw
2: them off just enough. Charlie Waters gives a very good explanation of it. And it, it threw them off just yep. enough. that
3: it, you, Yes, you could, Mark. They have that kick in some crazy guys in slow yeah. motion. Like they have it in slow motion on YouTube. Yeah. It's about four-minute video. They keep playing it over and over. It goes right through the guy's hand. Mel Renfro jumps on it. First play, the Cowboys get the ball. Staubach runs for 20 yards. Oh, so they get it at the 50, approximately, somewhere around midfield. Yeah. He runs down to about the 30, Staubach. Okay? And then he hits Parks again. At the ten yard line, okay, and um, he, on the last play there, with fifty two seconds left, he hits Sellers in the end zone, um, right, right over the middle. It, 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 those passes too. There was very good coverage, and let me just these guys weren't running yeah. wide open. The coverage was very de- Those were great balls by Stallback. Phenomenal. Yeah. You know, Parks
2: and. Uh- Ron Sellers, they picked up in trades, right? And neither neither yeah. one of them yes. played that long for uh Dallas.
3: No, I think I think Billy Parks came from the Dwayne Thomas trade to the well, Chargers, yeah. I think. Yeah. But I didn't Ron Sellers come from the Patriots or no. They have, yeah, because like, that was that was I can't remember, but they right, these guys were not there that long, no, correct? They
2: weren't, they weren't there that long.
3: Parks was big in that game. He he, uh, um, he, he caught the touchdown. And when Bob Lilly describes it on NFL yeah. Films, there's a clip where Bob Lilly describes that play. And he says, and Staubach hit Lee Falcons in the end zone. He makes a mistake. He thought it was Lee Fulkins, uh, uh Mark, who right. was gone he was by retired. that time. It was. I don't even think he was on the right. roster. He was retired by then. Yes. But I noticed – they play it again on the recent plays, on the recent tapes, and they put they they put that uh-huh. part out. He, they take that part out where he takes it says it's Falcons, but there is there is a clip you can yeah. find it where he talks about he hits Lee Falcons for the touchdown. Yeah. Um, the, as you said in the uh, in the game you discussed, Mark the the Chief game. So there was fifty two seconds left. By the way, nobody talks That's about right. this. The 49ers got yeah. the ball back. Yep. Yeah. And like you said, there's no footage. So you say, yeah. what did they do with the 52 seconds? So you can hear it in the radio broadcast. They ran four plays. Um, two of them were little passes to Schreiber, and then they made a, a, a they made a 30 something yard gain. They made a, they got a play down to the Cowboy 39 yard line, but it was called back on a holding oh, penalty. Wow. Imagine that! I forgot all about yeah. that. You Like you said. Which, if, not, if not for that radio broadcast, Mark, we wouldn't even remember no, that.
2: No. These things you don't
3: hear. Fourth. About. No, exactly. Fourth play. Uh, fourth play, he throws a pick to Charlie Waters. Charlie Waters gets a second interception of the yeah. game. Yeah, and that was it. That clinched it. 30-28. to 28, One of the most tremendous comebacks of all time. And it does today. everybody talks about the – The Hail Mary, which was great and everything, but this game gets completely overlooked. The nineteen seventy two divisional uh, playoff game, partially maybe because the following week the Cowboys got hammered by the uh, by the Redskins, so that could partially be. Maybe why Mark? Or you think you know? Part,
2: part of that could be, and then also, like we said, the the game before it kind of overshadowed it, and it just gets kind of lost in history. But uh, I, I
3: I just looked up Billy Parks, seven receptions for 136 right. yards, yeah. and a t- and a touchdown. I believe they got those. T- they
2: got Parks and they got Sellers because Allworth was up in age. Bob Hayes was getting up in age.
3: They yes, sir. That's
2: yet. right. He was still in college.
3: So no, Mike Ditka, their tight end, was up yeah. in age. No, well, it was, it was, this was, his, was this Ditka's last
2: season? That was Ditka's last season, yeah. And it was Allworth's last season. Allworth and uh, well, I think Hayes played one more season after that.
3: Yeah, they actually, the ironic thing is, they actually ended up. Uh, either I don't know if they traded him, but they got rid of Bob Hayes, and he went to the 49ers. Yeah, that was his
2: final season, he didn't do much there. He was, he was pretty much washed up <clears throat> by then.
3: Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. All right, that was a great game. And there's uh, footage of Larry Cole rolling around on the ground on the, yeah, right. Larry, Larry Cole was rolling around. You know, he was so happy. He was really- somebody even grabs somebody even grabs Landry. It wasn't a yeah. player. It was somebody else comes. They they actually grab him and yeah. they hug him, like on the sideline. You know what I mean. And Landry had a big smile yeah. on his face.
2: Yeah, one of the few times you see him smiling.
3: What a game! Yeah, I think I think Frank Gleiber might have done the radio. I'm not sure if he did the radio broadcast um, of that game for the Cowboys. I'm not really sure if he. I, I know we. I know he did the. Uh, he did the immaculate—I mean, the uh, Hail Mary game, didn't he? For wouldn't sure. you? would you believe it? He says that—that's Frank Lieber, yeah, I think, right?
2: Yeah. What a game! And I remember uh, it was a—you know—that's like I said—I can't really remember. My father must have been with a friend or something because, and my brother was working, so it was me and my mother, and we were so ecstatic we were jumping around the living room. <laughs> We almost knocked over the Christmas tree.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's great stuff. My mother would have my, my mother would have never she almost threw me out of the house <laughs> one time. No, I'm not <laughs> even kidding. In the 79 the the double comeback game, the 79 game against the Redskins. See, I'm not kidding. She said, What the hell's going on up here? I was in my sister's yeah. room. My sister was gone that day. I watched that game on a 13-inch black and white television set that the double comeback right. game. <laughs> but uh listen, Craig Morton mark, 29.2 <laughs> 29. quarterback rating Man. for this game. Wow. Stallback was 12 for 20, 174 yards and two touchdowns. Uh believe it or not, he was sacked four times. He had a 121.7 on the quarterback rating. Stauback. Unbelievable! And that's
2: when they started calling him Captain Comeback, right?
3: Yes, exactly. That was one of the first. I wouldn't say that he might have had. I'm not sure what he had that seventy one season for comebacks, but he was he was when he took over, they won eight straight. But this was, I think, one of the first of the miraculous ones. Yes. Yep. Yeah. They won
2: uh, seventy one, including the including the playoffs and the Super Bowl. They won. Ten games in a row. They were imagine four that? and three. Four and three. Yes. Starback took over, and they won ten games yep. in a row.
3: They were four and three, and they were shuttling yeah. quarterbacks on each play. Can you imagine Unbelievable. that? Unbelievable. And the guy, the players did not like it. Bob Lilly talked yeah. about it. He said the players did not like the fact that you they were pick a quarterback, which one we don't care, just yeah. pick one. That's that's what he yep. said, Lily. And he said we we had Leroy Jordan go talk to Coach Landry mm-hmm. about it, and uh, you know that Staubach talked about it. He said, you know, Landry was kind of a smart as he was. He was a kind of a quirky guy, and he thought that this would be, you know, he he, he had as great as he was, Landry. You think about it. As smart as he was, this guy was an engineer. He. He, he thought that the players were just like cogs in a machine. Like you could just insert them and take guys out. And like, he didn't account for any kind of like, uh, you know, you know, when they have a, a certain, there's a certain word. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I gets, I'm losing my uh, train of thought with it, right. but it's the intangibles. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was looking for. Like those work. They didn't come into play in Landry's oh, mind. That's, like kind of like a, a flaw, kind of it's in a way, like but engineer, like uh, how, how
2: they say, you say had that engineer's mind. From
3: right, uh, right, exactly. How could you not think? He he thought, geez, I have the perfect plan. I put these players in, and they screw up the game plan." <laughs> you know that—that's how he thought Landry yeah. in a way, I and mean, he thought if he could shuttle these instead of using guards or tight ends, he used to use the tight end yeah. Landry, but um. He was struggling in quarterbacks. It's insane. I mean,
2: he didn't like, uh, he, he, he wasn't, uh, big on rookies. Like, uh, you know, he, he, he didn't like the, the inexperienced, he liked the experienced players, much like George Allen, right? Uh, he liked those experienced yes. players, the veterans. And like you say, he really, uh, he liked Craig Moore and then stuck with him. No matter how many bad games he had, he stuck with him. And, uh, Finally made the switch, and then following your starback gets
3: hurt after but yeah he he had this he had this thing where he thought that the quarterback had to like a, a rookie had to do his time on the bench yeah. and watch you know it's it's the exact opposite today they throw these guys right in the games yeah. now, but um he thought that he had to be at least he thought it was three yeah. years. This was all the – see, that's what he thought. Three years on the bench should do it, you know. And like Starbuck said, I didn't have three years yeah, to
2: burn. Was already, he was a 27-year-old rookie. He came into the league. He was 27 sure.
3: years old because of his – You know, looking at, the, looking at the 49ers' stats, Mark, uh, John Brody did not have a good game. He was 12 for 22, 150 yards. He had a 38.1 rating. Yeah, that's not good. Thirty-eight point one, right? Well, he was up in age. Right? Larry was up in age.
2: Yeah, he I mean, he played. He played in, he played 50s. in the fifties. He started in 57, 56 maybe even. He was old. He was up there.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they had about. Uh, Schreiber had twenty-six carries for fifty-two yards, and those three touchdowns that I talked about. His longest run was six uh-huh. yards. He was three three yards in a cloud yeah. of dust. Um, I I don't think you know. I'm not seeing his name anywhere. I don't think Ken Willard was on the team yet. He was was on he on the team? Maybe he was injured. Could have been. He didn't play a single. He, he didn't. He didn't play a single he must play. But injured. He
2: was on the team.
3: Yeah. Um. Vic Washington had ten carries for fifty-six yards, and he had a long run of yeah, twenty-two. I why didn't have okay, a so they. More. 108 yards rushing. Uh, they had The Cowboy defense was still pretty pretty decent at that time. It wasn't as good as it was the year yeah. before. Um, and that was a 4 o'clock start. And you were right, Mark. December 23rd, two days before Christmas, 1972. Yeah. Um, and that game was played on a – that was not real grass, I don't think, in Candlestick Park yeah. back then. Um, and uh, it was a great game, much – not talked about a lot unfortunately um gets lost in the thing of great comeback games it's never really mentioned too much but it's one of the greatest of all time as far as i'm concerned Four, six, they were down uh 28-16 in the fourth quarter with 5 minutes they scored the three, the field goal still down two, two, two scores under 2 yeah. minutes and they and they pulled it off unbelievable that's it I want to by by the way before we sign out, I to I want to give a shout out to Ernie. Congratulations to the yeah. Lions, Ernie. The Lions a big win last Arnie's night, been buddy. Waiting a long time for his Lions to do something. Yeah, a, a big win for that. But uh, I thought they were going to win. It was a little closer than I thought. Actually, I think it was a one point game. Somebody said, but um, I was watching a bits and pieces after the Cowboy game. I was so disgusted, but. They pulled it out. I thought that they would win the Lions. I did I thought they would actually win by probably six or seven, but um, the Rams played played them pretty tough, I guess. So now it's uh, they're going to end up playing the winner of that game today. I, the the, uh, the uh, Eagles played the uh, Buccaneers, and I could see the Lions beating either of those teams. Yeah. Uh, the Eagles are not what they were earlier in the year. The, I, I could see the Lions actually advancing and probably most likely playing – the 49ers out in candles i mean out in uh the new Levi stadium out there although i, I wouldn't I, I i wouldn't give the packers a big after watching the game yesterday i don't know maybe the 49ers match up against them they were very impressive to me the packers the, but it's good for arnie good for the city of detroit really yes. you know that was their first playoff win since 1991 they beat the cowboys right 1991 it, yes they did and they beat jimmy johnson and they beat the Cowboys. I think they had – was it Eric Hipple? I can't remember whose court – I think it was. They actually beat the Cowboys handily that day. Yeah. Killed them. Yep. Yeah. So, good. Thing but that was it, Mark. We we covered a couple of great games. Okay. Those were two of the greatest uh, playoff games of that era, probably of maybe even of all time, but definitely that era, no well, doubt well, about it. And
2: that same uh, – like you said, two two great games on the same day, The the Steelers.
3: Unbelievable.
2: Harris, and then the, the Cowboys um, <laughs> game right after. Unbelievable.
3: My buddy, my buddy was a huge he still well, not so much anymore, but he's a huge Raider fan. And uh, we went out for Al Davis's induction into the Hall of Fame. I probably talked about this once mm-hmm. before, but the Raider players were so impressed with my buddy Ray yeah. that they that they uh had him come in to this private party for Al yeah. Davis. And there we – they are two guys, just me and him. And there we were. We're in this <laughs> – we're in this room with all these – you know, there was – oh, look, a man was there. All these guys were there. They had this huge ice sculptor of the Raider <laughs> shield. It was be, it was yeah. beautiful. And they – you know, some of these backup offensive linemen, there was uh, George Beeler. He played in uh, – there was a couple other guys there, and they're saying – they said to my buddy, geez – You got to be a big fan if you know who we are. You know what I mean, and that's why they had him. That's why they had him come in there. Believe it or not, but everybody was there. Kenny King and uh, uh, Daryl LaMonica was there. Blanda, he was kind of grumpy. George Blanda, a little obvious, but that was a great. We we had a lot of fun with that. That was uh, before things got out of hand, and not like the what we just experienced in our trip to the Hall of Fame this past year. But you know. Oh, it's a different whole different ball game. They, I hate to say it; they kind of took the fun out of it, oh, Mark. Yeah, you know, it is.
2: Really?
3: yeah, but that was uh, the Raiders, and I think Jack Tatum. You know, I don't know if that ball. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I don't know if that ball ever really hit Frenchy Fuqua. Mm-hmm. I, I, it, it come it comes away with so yeah. much force that it because ha- Tatum's moving in on him with, for the hit that it's got it's got to be Tatum that yeah. it hits.
2: It's it's so hard to tell. No matter how many times you watch it, it's hard to tell. But uh,
3: I wonder if there's any footage. I mean, he, you never know. Probably not. It would have surfaced by now. But from this footage that I've watched, I actually think he did catch the ball. That it didn't I don't hit the think ground. It hit
2: the ground? No, I don't think it hit the ground.
3: No, it's it's hard to see. It. There's one. They did a special NFL films where they take that play and they dissect it and um you could see just the way he catches it in stride kind of you know if it hits the ground it would have been kind of a different dynamic but um it, it just you know it's one of the craziest uh things and like you said both in one 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 day mark it was great that was great football was great back then it really was i know we were younger and we looked at things differently and you know we were at a completely different time of our life but it was just football. You talk to anybody; they love football in the '60s and yeah. '70s. They claim it was the greatest era of all time. Some of them, a lot of people say that. Not just, not just I'm you so and glad I.
2: Glad we we got to be a part of it because uh, the, the game today is. Uh, I feel sorry for the the kids today. It's just you know,
3: yeah. They they don't really understand. They don't really uh, what real you watch is. No, <laughs> no, you know they watch the game. And uh, like the game yesterday, they watch and they they get mad and they they think it's instantaneous that you can get on it twenty minutes after game and blame this guy, this yeah. guy, this guy. When it really doesn't work that yeah,
2: way. Look how many you know? things, like we were discussing. How many things happen in a game that you don't even know? You know, like that fake field goal that got all screwed up. I never heard that before.
3: Not no things. No, nope. Bobby Bell. Bobby Bell talks about it in an interview. I don't know if you ever. I'll send it to you if you ever. But you know, I when I look at the game yesterday, and I said, when you're down twenty-seven yeah. to seven, and you're and you're passing on yeah. every down, well, that's why he got picked off, Prescott. That's why the guy ran yeah. at him for a pick six. You're you're see, that's the one thing about Landry. You could say whatever you want, but you know what? He never gave up on the yeah. running game. He always would. He would always filter it in there. You know they'd be down by three touchdowns. They said, "What's he running the ball for?" But you know what? You still have to keep defenses yes. honest, yes. and that's what happened yesterday. And they said, "Well, Prescott, he threw." It. You know something doesn't matter. They were honing it. They were passing the ball and on every down. Knows, and so that's, that's what happened. Defense
2: knows you're going to pass. They're ready for it.
3: <laughs> it's it's not just okay. He threw a bad pass. He should have saw that. There's, there's more to oh, it than that. The, the, these people don't more. get it. And, and, yeah. Well, you know. So, but that's that was that was it, Mark. That's we we covered two great games. They were those were great games. I'm, I'm sorry, they were some okay. of the best.
2: All right, uh, glad we got to talk about
3: it. It was. Yeah, good good seeing you, Mark. Good good coming out with you today. Appreciate Always that. A pleasure. Yeah, you take care, Mark. uh, God bless
1: you. Thank you. Enjoy. Okay. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, sports history fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network.